some of this, Michael. Be one of us. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. No way in the hallway. back to the spook house hello father phil i am very <laughs> excited to get into what we're getting into today blessed be welcome <laughs> to the spook house the father son and holy phil <laughs> yeah thanks for joining yet again we are gonna discuss some uh some news topics i'm so, uh, very pumped up yeah i've got some i got some heaters lined up okay a lot of stuff has been, a lot of stuff has been coming out um, All right, let's fucking do it. Yeah, we're gonna send it over to my correspondent in Long Island, Doug Gagliardo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Phil, I, I I hear you right here. Uh, it is uh, seventy and sunny right here, with also a little bit of acid rain. Uh, <laughs> coming to send this right back to you. My ass is getting torched. <laughs> Yo, whatever happened? Uh, remember when you were a kid and you would hear about acid rain? And you're like, oh man, that's gonna be a issue. I never like, knew it was a real thing. Is it a real thing? I it, I think it's the same way that quicksand is a real thing. Oh yeah, you know what? That's funny. I was thinking about quicksand the other day for some it, reason. It does <laughs> exist, but <clears throat> yeah. Do you think you could get away from quicksand? <sighs> you think you'd have a good shot about getting out of there? I don't know if I'd be quick enough. I don't right. know. You kickbox, so you're you you might have that core and leg strength. Uh, I don't, I don't know if that would come in handy in a <laughs> quicksand situation, but you know what? Uh, let's, let's talk about some news. How about that? <laughs> right. That sounds like we're more accustomed to talking about that. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll talk about natural disasters later. <laughs> I've got some great hurricane stories. Great. That'll be our science segment. Yeah. Talk about sedimentary <laughs> rocks and all that. <laughs> well, Doug, um, let me ask you this. What did you think of the, the it? movies the new ones um so that's a f very complicated relationship that i have oh, well. with 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 uh it directed by who i i am i'm i will die on this hill morbidly that i don't think andy muschietti was the right person to direct those movies uh he uses way too much cgi and his story t he it borrowed a lot from it kind of just felt like stranger things with a clown because that yeah. was like the kind of hot thing around that time. So it felt like they were kind of, even though it, you know, it's a Stephen King story, it's been around for years, just felt like Stranger Things since it kind of came out in the same, around the same time frame. But when I first saw it, I was like, wow, like this is great. Like I really enjoyed it. And then I kept, I rewatched it and I was like, you know what? Maybe it was just the, it was just the excitement of seeing Pennywise on the screen that like, yeah, it kind of all fell apart for me. Yeah, I, I thought the first one was okay. Um, I actually uh, liked the second one more. I have not seen the second one because really? 
see, that's how much I liked the first. I'm like, I'm like, how long is it? Four hours? No, I'm not. No. I mean, the mini, the original miniseries was like fucking five hours or something. Yeah, a pretty long time. The first one's like John Ritter. The first one's like watching Lord of the Rings or something. Like you gotta carve out your day. To yeah, watch but you got yeah. And yeah. imagine if you watch it on TV, you have no. There's no breaks really. I mean, there's commercial breaks and stuff like that, but you can't pause that shit. Yeah. Um. Well, I bring that up to say this: HBO is doing an it miniseries or TV show. So there's that. What do you think about that? I am. I'm kind of with it. Because no one's ever, like, we caught, we have glimpses of, like, the backstory of Pennywise, but from what I've read, they're gonna go even deeper, uh, back to when, like, you know, whenever Pennywise was alive and delve into his backstory like that and seeing it in a full fledged series where they could, like, take their time with the story and not pack it into, like, two hours or four hours, like the sequel. Uh, that would be cool. If they get Bill Skarsgård back, then fuck yeah. Because he was he was great. I think he was a great portrayal of uh, Pennywise. He's too freaky. They wouldn't uh, but... do that though, right? They what? wouldn't bring back Bill Skarsgård for the TV show. Well, if they're going back in history, is this going to be like a reimagining type of thing, like a whole new, like different director cast? I, I don't. I don't I know. know. They really have no. There's no like really casting news on it or anything but yeah you're i mean you're probably right about that but like bill skarsgård was so good they should just rehire him yeah yeah um i don't know i just, i was just never crazy about the the remix uh, i thought the look of pennywise was kind of ridiculous there's something about it i just didn't something about it i didn't like it, because it looks like a de- i i totally get what you're saying because if you go back to Tim Curry's Pennywise, that's creepy on its own because there's really, it's like done very simple. It's like yeah. a simplistic type of look. This Pennywise looks like a demonic clown, like off, off the jump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which so like, you know, and kind of like the appeal to the Tim Curry Pennywise, I believe, or at least for me and maybe for you, um, that it could be like a clown in the fucking seventies or whatever eighties that like would be hired to do a kid's birthday party, but who has a dark past and you don't know until he opens his mouth and you see those crazy fangs. Yeah. Um, kind of, kind of sidetrack here. Have you ever seen the movie Clown? Yes, and I wasn't a fan. Movie. Really? See, that movie rules. I love that movie. Maybe I need to rewatch it because I, I, when I read the, like the synopsis and everything, I was like, dude, I'm in. It's the one where the clown suit gets like attached to his body, right? Yeah. And he ends up killing a bunch of kids at the end. It's pretty dark. Okay. Maybe I don't remember it as well. I remember like being highly disappointed with it. I think I the know. actor like made me angry. Like I was annoyed at the actor. I, you know what? I, uh, I should give it a rewatch myself. To, to see what I think. I, I thought it was okay the first time, and the second time, a few years later when I saw it, I was like, this is pretty fucking good. So I mean, There's not a lot of not a lot of clown movies out there uh, in this day and age. Yeah. And um, we did talk about the Killer Clown sequel. 
which who that knows is, is even happening. But God. I I would be with it. I mean, if they want to pick that bad boy up, that's one of my favorite horror movies of all time. I'm sure an article came out this week with the <laughs> Kyoto brother saying, we're going to make it. We're just, uh, we're, you know, we're just getting some stuff together. We're trying to. That would have to be. Make the movie. What? I said, just make the movie. Like. They're, they're a proven directing team. Killer yeah. Clowns is a cult classic. And there's enough, I feel like there's enough demand for it. And to bring that, uh, that like IP into the mainstream again, there would be so many new fans that would like oh, yeah. fall in love with these fucking clowns, especially the way the Chiodos brothers do things. If they stick to like the prosthetic effects, hopefully they don't, they probably have, you know, new tricks up their sleeves. What, what did they even, have they directed anything recently? No, right? Like, absolutely not. <laughs> not sure. Um, we got to look up the last thing they directed. I can't imagine it's within the last decade. Yeah. You know what we do need more of from that movie? It's more merchandise. There's not enough. There's not enough t-shirts. No, and it's and a lot of the... Uh, <laughs> A lot of the companies that do the shirts, it's no. I'm being like sarcastic. Game. There's, I'm oh. being sarcastic. There's way too much. I was like, "Is there?" Shit. <laughs> well, remember last year, Spirit Halloween had like, oh yeah, it was like all new killer clown stuff. It's like, all right, you guys will do that, but God forbid you make that sequel. No, they're just still. They must be getting crazy residuals for for that merch. I hope so. Hopefully, yeah. Good, good and with that money, they could. Find the budget to make a fucking sequel. Yeah. And uh, you too, Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat would be a great one. Yeah. That could have continued on to be like a whole anthology series, like Creepshow. Like Creepshow 1, 2, blah, blah, blah. And then the show, which is whatever. Thank Godzilla for that one. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) he's going where the money is. Yep. Classic, classic scenario. That Godzilla vs. King Kong was the shit, man. I didn't see it, but uh, I would I would see it. I mean, not opposed to it. It was it came out. Uh, that was like the first major release of 2021 on HBO Max, like the um, uh, at home release. And I, I wish I would have saw it in theaters. Did Trick or Treat dude direct that too? Michael Doherty didn't he? I don't did know. I know he did Godzilla. The remake with uh, Millie Bobby Brown, which oh. who knows? But uh, hey, <laughs> speaking of Millie Bobby Brown, good segue brings, <laughs> brings us into our next topic. Uh, Stranger Things season four is heating up, and I read it's been heating up for eight years. Yeah, uh, it's it's going to take place in the nursing home that all the kids are at. No. <laughs> <laughs> they all joined AARP by the time we see season four. This is crazy, man. Like, I get, like, going through the pandemic and everything, it's hard for people to film, but it's been, like, four years. Millie Bobby Brown is, like, 30 by now. She's just holding out the us. series. Seriously, she's driving. <laughs> it, it's, it's like, you know, the hype, they, they, they definitely struck when the iron was hot when, like, the first two seasons came out. I mean, they didn't know what they had when the first season was released. It got hyped. It was great. Season two, I thought there was no like sophomore slump, really. I enjoyed season two a whole lot. I did, too. I thought it was decent. Right? With the whole, um, what, the, what? not the Demogorgon, the Thessal Hydra. That thing, was it was darker than the than the first season, I thought. Uh, yeah. At least with like the imagery. 
And then season three was just like, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the direct and the creator shouldn't listen to the fans. Because this was just like um, uh, complete fan service, season three, at least in my eyes. And what uh, to the people out there, uh, what Phil sent me before was the one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Don't you tell them what it is, Doug? Yeah, uh, it was about twelve minutes of product placement in Stranger Things season three. Yeah. People were holding out their coke cans with the label out. I was like, "What the fuck?" I don't remember. Yeah, this. that that one scene where he's like drinking the the new coke because that was a thing in the eighties. So he's drinking a new coke, and they have like a straight up conversation about new coke for like a minute. He's like bigger, bolder, tastier. It was an actual fucking commercial break in the yeah. show. So that was that was wild. And yeah, I'm, whole... not, I'm, I, I'm not gonna lie. Season three sucks. I I had to power through it, man. I was like, this is so bad. Yeah, there were, I mean, just like every, just like a lot of series that kind of have like that that weak season. There were some moments in there uh, that had some merit that were interesting. Uh, Billy's character was pretty great. Uh, that was fun watching that. Uh, that evolved to where it went. Uh, I like Max. I think I th- I like her as a character. Um, I have forgotten so much. I <laughs> man, I, I'm not gonna rewatch it. I'll tell you that. But uh, I'll do <laughs> no, a you can you can watch the recap. <laughs> watch I'll the do, ten minute recap. I'll watch the thing on Netflix where it's like recap. Okay, I'll watch that, but I'm yeah. not going back. Yeah, don't skip it. Don't skip it. Uh, yeah, it really wasn't. It was less enjoy and Jude we were talking about before. Uh the legit like Terminator ripoff. Like the dude looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger. We get it. It's in the eighties. We got it. There's synths, there's lights, they're in a carnival. Carrie Elvis is there for some reason, not sawing his foot off, and you have this Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator character being the Terminator. It's like, all right, we get it. Yeah. The <laughs> thing that made the first season so good, it it wasn't trying too hard to be like, hey, this is the 80s, Tetris and Pac-Man, right? Remember that? It just kind of <laughs> felt like it was from the 80s. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to this one, which was the opposite of that. It, and it and it's and it's uh, weird how it's the same creators, same showrunners, same director, Sean Levy and uh, the Duffer Brothers. You think they would be like self-aware enough to like not overly do it because we're already invested in the world and everything you don't need to shove we already know it's like a throwback type of show like you said season one did it flawlessly i I think it's one of the best seasons in television the story was interesting and you have this backdrop of like just when people used to ride around on bicycles and just walk outside the house with no communicate uh, technology or communication to you know talk to each other with or anything they did it purposely without like bring too much attention to like, hey, this is the seventies. Yeah, but this was like, like you said, completely the opposite. Yeah, but um, and I did read today that the they're gonna drop episodes in May next month and then in July. So there's gonna be like a little break. So there's even more time to wait. Just drop it. Just put out the whole thing. Or if they want to do it that way. Drop the episodes on a weekly basis to keep the people talking instead of doing it like 
either all at once so you just like have your eyes bleed in front of the television and binge watch it and then putting out one part and then the other part that's just gonna like you don't need to it's like just make it the other season then yeah instead of being all in season four yeah it does kind of let the steam out a little bit yeah right from the sentiment i've seen online like anytime there's a news article in the comments everybody's like I'm done with it. <laughs> like nobody, I don't think anybody really cares. Uh, it's kind I'm of not, hard. I'm sure there are some diehard fans, but yeah. I mean, hopefully, hopefully it bounces back from season three because a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people say they enjoy season three. Also another weird season three thing that happened that I just remembered because I tried to like completely suppress it from my memory where Gate and Matarazzo just in the heat of, Oh, the moment talking about and, when you start singing why why that uh, wouldn't stop that wouldn't happen that would almost that, it, you're this is a time sensitive thing that they're doing to get the passcode and this motherfucker singing never-ending story i almost lit my tv up. <laughs> i was like what the fuck is this this is garbage dude. it just has no business being in the show like yeah. I, they're great. There's nothing, and this isn't like any of the actors' faults. Like this is a story thing. I don't know whose idea that was. Just because Gate Matarazzo can sing and he's great, he's been in the in plays and whatnot. But like, not right there. They could have. Yeah. There could have been another scene with that. You you didn't have to do it while Hopper and Winona Ryder are like desperately trying to put in the passcode to the fucking vault, and they're like, "All right, kid, what the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, and Hopper's like, man, I'm hungry. I could sure go for some Burger King right now. <laughs> Those sweet, tasty, salty French fries would do really great right now. Hey, do you know Burger King has slushies now? No really? Way. Slushies? <laughs> what are slushies? You don't know what slushies are? Take five minutes. No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought we were doing a thing over here. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. This motherfucker You're, needs to take improv classes. You really sold that line. I was like, wait, you do know what slushies are. <laughs> I didn't think I Meryl Streep that one, but I'll take yeah. it if you say yeah. so. I'll give you the Oscar. <laughs> Don't slap maybe me. Come smack the shit out of you. <laughs> That's what New York does over here. We fucking. Oh, I'm man. I'm not, a, I'm not a fighter. Long Island's in the house, baby. 516631 Strong Island, baby. <laughs> All right, so it stranger oh, things. Oh, also, uh, yeah, another Stranger uh, Things four thing. Robert England's going to be in it, so that's a positive. Oh yeah, that's that's cool. Well, maybe uh, <laughs> you're like, good... no, I mean, okay, why not? Hope he can save the show. He'll probably be in it for like a, an episode. And uh, I hope Millie Bobby Brown finds her flat Earth proof. <laughs> I don't even know that was a thing. Yeah, I didn't either. There's a fun fact that I didn't need to know. Millie Bobby Brown is a flat earther. Where I don't you, think, where, what are your sources? Um, there's a video of her saying it. She's mm. like, yeah, I think I'm a flat earther. It's uh, kind of bizarre. I mean, she doesn't like go deep into it, like, um, you know, go on a rant or anything, but she was like, yeah, I'm a flat earther. It's like, Huh. Okay. <laughs> Good way to say you're not educated. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, she might need to go hit the books. Nothing against Millie Bobby Brown. Maybe like 
Maybe she could be in the Church of Scientology. That sounds like something a Scientologist would relay. Yeah, it seems like those two worlds would mingle. Uh, right? Just like uh, completely batshit crazy ideas. Yeah, why not? All right, well, moving along, uh, the Spirit Halloween movie. By the it's way, I'm not touching my nose because I'm a cokehead. I don't do any drugs, but there's a, <laughs> there's a cut in my nose, and it's really bothering me. <laughs> Okay, we know how you like to party up in Park <laughs> Island. Just, just in case. People are going to be like, why the fuck is he doing coke or something? Doug's going to the disco later. Disco lemonade is what we have over here. He's going to just do rails and boogie down all night. That's um, my, my style. But um, Halloween, Spirit Halloween movie. It's going to star Christopher Lloyd, and it sounds like it's going to be a kid-friendly horror movie, which could be fun kind of a weird plot uh, <laughs> i guess they're gonna like fight the monster with killer clowns from outer space merch no, talk about product placement for spirit <laughs> halloween but um yeah i mean i don't know all right what did you think of um hubie halloween did you watch that I, you know what i kind of enjoyed that it's uh i didn't find that offensive it was yeah. actually like pretty enjoyable. Dude, I mean, not the, the greatest. <clears throat> the set design in that movie, like the atmosphere, is right? ten out of ten. Right? Whoever dressed those sets, like nail it. I mean, set design if, was on point for that movie. Yeah, if you want like a, you know, story aside, if you just want like a nice fall, atmospheric little movie, throw that on. Yeah, no. dude, Adam Adam Sandler actually did a solid job with that movie. His character wasn't annoying, annoying, you know? And it's and listen, everyone knows what they're gonna get with an Adam Sandler movie that's driven towards kids. It's gonna be stupid, but like Leave your brain at the door. Yeah. <laughs> what the because there are no brains behind those movies. Um It was it was fun. It was like a fun and like if you watch that as a kid. Hold up, Doug. You sound like you're underwater. Really? Yeah. Okay. Now you're good. Whatever okay. you just, <laughs> whatever you just did. My voice just projected louder. <laughs> it sounded like you were drowning or something. Um, right, uh, that would be uh, a terrible death. Yeah, but no, you're good now. Drowning um, in Adam Sandler quotes. <laughs> but yeah, Hubie Halloween was pretty cool, and I guess this one will be kind of in the same vein. It'll have like that gump, uh, goosebumps vibe yeah. to it. Uh, could be fun. Yeah, like we we need more um, like ch ch children Halloween movies because like the newer audience, the younger kids when like when we were kids we had so much stuff like we had so much we had Goosebumps, Are You Afraid of the Dark, and that kind of like gave us a push into the love for horror. I feel like kids need something like that to like you know give them a little boost if they're thinking about um, enjoying the dark subject matters more. Uh, but Christopher Lloyd, I mean, he looks like a fucking animatronic nowadays, so that's a great casting uh, decision. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd rules, so... It's you really can't go wrong. Always good to see him get work. And Who else was in it? Rachel Lee Cook. Oh, wow. Rachel Lee Cook. Wasn't she... What was she in? Like, Cruel Intentions or something? She was like a 90s thing. Yeah, like, she was wasn't, big in the 90s. Wasn't she in She's All That? Wasn't that her? Yes, I think you're right. She was definitely one of those 90s rom-coms. She's all that. Was that with Jennifer Love Hewitt? Was she also in that? 
feel like she was I in every know. fucking rom-com in the 90s. I think that was with Freddie Prince Jr. That was the one where he had to, like, pick the, the one girl and transform her into... Oh, uh, Fever Pitch? Was that Fever Pitch? <laughs> Dude, you're thinking of uh, Jimmy <laughs> Fallon. Okay. Wait, Jimmy Fallon was in that? What the fuck? Oh, my God. How does your brain work? Everything but not that. You're like a puppy chasing a tennis ball. You're like, oh, it, it's, it's, it's there somewhere. <laughs> I'm just trying to get all the information that's out in my head out in the open. But no, I think she's all that was like Freddie Prince Jr. transforms her into prom queen or something. I mean, I don't know rom coms. I, I, I'm you know starting to believe you. Yeah, I know it's the basis from not another teen movie. Yeah, that's true. Which is like, by the way, one of the best uh, spoof style movies. Great, great movie. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. we watched um, Scary Movie three uh, two nights ago. So underrated. Yeah. I haven't, seen that. I haven't seen that one in quite a while. I want to watch all the scary movies again. They're all, they're also amazing. I, if you're talking about like top spoof movies, scary movies up there easily, mm-hmm. easily in the top 10, Just the Wayne's brothers like found their, their niche uh, with their spoof movies. Like don't be a menace. Also another great one. Not really horror driven, but <laughs> yeah, the movie's great. Dude, I can't tell you. First of all, I've watched that movie like way too young. I rented it at Blockbuster when I was like, uh, I don't know, eight, nine. Yeah. And the the part where uh, Ashtray opens up the door to his dad's house or opens up the door to the car in front of his dad's house and the biker goes like flying. Yeah. I rewound that part like <laughs> times over. That's right. His name is Ashtray. Yeah, Ashtray. <laughs> you want to pass me that shit over there? <laughs> shit is a little yeah. shit. <laughs> oh that's a great movie oh that um, great so spirit halloween cool hey you yeah. know what's another good horror kids movie have you ever seen monster house no i actually haven't that's the animated oh, one right yes i've probably watched that like <clears throat> 20 times over the years is it's that so, good yeah i really enjoy it i don't know all right it takes back it like out. 2005 2006 when it came out Wow, it came out that long ago? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like 2006. Another one uh, that I haven't seen but I heard really good things about uh, is Paranorman. I think that I came out in like 2009, maybe? Yeah, I don't think I ever saw that one. There's a, I mean, you could do so much when it comes to like animation, like horror-wise. Like All the animated horror movies are pretty spot-on. Like Coraline and all that stuff. Uh, Corpse Bride, yeah. obviously. Pretty solid. Um. Yeah, whoever does. I mean, Tim Burton did those movies, and he's a fantastic human being. Uh, not sure who did who did Monster House. Can't tell you. I don't know who directed it. <clears throat> All right, that's but that's that's on the list. Good movie. Check it out. It's going on the um, ever growing list. So moving along to another, might as well talk about this one. Speaking of horror ish PG stuff. The Monsters, Rob Zombie's The Monsters, has been rated PG, thankfully, because as soon as that project got announced, I was like, <laughs> if it's going to be an R rating with, you know, typical Rob Zombie dialogue, it is dead in the water. You know, I've, I've totally, I, I totally agree with you. Like, you have to take that source material, and if you really want to pay homage to it, 
and remake it, it, you, it has to be deep. It has to be deeply rooted in what the original was intended. Like there was great messages in that show, uh, done with all the horror imagery told by like this this freakishly family. Um, so I'm glad that it's PG. I've definitely changed my tune on Rob Zombie, man. Like I told you, I think I I don't know if we discussed this. I know I texted it to you, but I watched the Halloween uh remake like the 2007 and when i when i tell you like i shit i shat on this movie for years and years and then i rewatch it and i was like you know it's really if you take everything out of it like yes rob zombie really can't write dialogue but if you take it as take it on face value that it's a white trash version a white trash take on michael myers it's really not that bad because <clears throat> the backstory wasn't that heavy-handed the second go-around or third go-around when I watched it. And this Michael Myers is pretty brutal, um, as as yeah. as he should be. And he Rob Zombie just needs help writing dialogue. Like, that's it. His directing is fine. That's, yeah, I, I'll agree with that. Um, yeah, he needs somebody, like, sitting beside him. Like, okay, good idea, Rob. Now let's uh, we'll spitball that. Yeah, or like pat like pass him a dictionary and say, "Hey, there's other words to use than bitch, motherfucker, cock, fuck, bitch, whatever, shit." You know, every yeah. character doesn't have to have a potty mouth. Yeah. I mean, okay, I I respect all that. That I can't meet you fully on that idea. I'm still harboring just so much resentment towards that movie. Um, <laughs> you should you should rewatch it, man. I try like about I'd say about every year or two. I'm like, you know what? A lot of people like it. Let me, let me rewatch it. Maybe it's, maybe it's me. And I give it a shot. I'm like, okay, here we go. Fresh palette. Give it to me. And pretty soon after it starts, I'm like, nah, I think I got this one right. <laughs> I think I'm good. I think I Dude, that breakfast right. scene is so bad. The very beginning. Yeah, I again, if you just think of it as like, yeah, this is just a white trash family. This is like Haydenfield, like fucking uh, Oklahoma or whatever the Even fuck. Even though I don't think, man, I, I'm sure some family dynamics like that do exist, but good God. Dude, you're not, and you're not wrong. I, I totally, like, it's a terrible fan. The dialogue is not great, like, at all. There's some like glimmers of hope in there, but there's you some good tell, moments. Yeah, uh, um, Rob Zombie definitely, he definitely cares about like Michael Myers and Halloween. Like you could just and with the the third time I watched it, which is like a month ago, you could feel like you could feel the love. Like I felt the love in 2018. I'm sorry to bring it up. I didn't feel the love in it. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. I, can't. <laughs> I mean. I I feel the opposite. I think it's kind of like Rob Zombie just took a piss on the face of Halloween. Damn, That's kind of because, like you know, like when Rob Zombie was probably watching like the original Halloween, he probably thought to himself, like you know, what would the backstory for Michael Myers be? Like, what was he like as a kid? And he actually got to uh, like delve into that and, and like flesh it out a little more. And that is all stuff that we don't need. I don't want to see Jason Voorhees eating breakfast. <laughs> I don't need to see it. Okay. 
especially Michael Myers. The whole thing that makes Michael Myers who he is is he's mysterious. He's just there. That's it. That's all you get. I agree. I mean, you, you can have a little bit of stuff. I mean, look, I love Halloween 6, and it's got the whole Cold of Thorn backstory, uh, but it didn't show him eating Cheerios with his white trash <laughs> dad or whatever. <laughs> no, and, and that's why the original Halloween will forever be the greatest ho- entry in the Halloween franchise, even though it's the original, it's cliche to shape. I fucking I speaking like Sean Connery. Cliche to say. <laughs> Cliche to say. <laughs> but like you said, Michael Myers, he doesn't need a backstory. He doesn't. Because the whole thing about his whole aura is that he is the epitome of evil and there's no motivation. He is yeah. evil through and through. No explanation why. But if you watch Rob Zombie's Halloween, you're taking all the other movies out of it. Just pretend they don't exist. Because he's starting like a new thing. So like the Halloween, Halloween the original, up until Resurrection, that's one thing. Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 and 2, I still didn't see the sequel that Rob Zombie made. That's really? another thing. No, me and uh, me and Holly were going to watch it. But uh, we decided to watch some other pile of shit. My mistake. This shouldn't even be uh, classified as a movie. Uh, I don't even want to tell you, but what is it? I'm in I'm in suspense now. What is it? It's called The Towel Man. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I think I texted it. I'm like, yo, never watch this movie ever again or at all. Um, Now you know what I I'm very intrigued. Now I have to watch The Towel Man. It's it's an hour. It's not that long. It's like an hour and like six minutes or so. Um. Yeah, it, it, you're not prepared for what's to come. Um, I'm surprised you've never seen Rob Zombie's Halloween too. Personally, because, I like the sequel better than his remake. Really? Yeah. I've um, heard so many people jump on the bandwagon and tell me, like when I posted about uh, Halloween on social and media, I'm, I'm saying that lightly. I like <laughs> it more. I don't love it. Okay, but I like it more because it's not trying to it's not a remake of Halloween with this forced backstory. It kind of feels like its own thing and Rob Zombie, you could kind of tell they're like, okay, Rob, do what you want. And I think that's where he does best. Um so give it a watch. So so if they so if Rob Zombie did the sequel first, I wonder what your thoughts would be about it. I if he just made a ball to the wall, Michael Myers movie. I don't know. I mean, I don't love either one, but there, there's some very stylish shots in the sequel. It's more dreamlike and oh, kind of cool. music video ish, which is where <laughs> Rob Zombie does his best. It's like House of a Thousand Corpses kind of looks like a music video. You know. Speaking of House of a Thousand Corpses came out uh nineteen hey. was it nineteen years today, which makes me want to fucking vomit. Because how are I we saw that it in old? theaters? I saw it in theaters. Did you? I did. I, I must have been like sixteen or something. I got in somehow, but yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah, I don't um I don't think I saw it in theaters. Oh. I don't even think I saw Devil's Rejects in theater. Wait. I don't remember. I think the first like horror movie I saw by myself in the movie theater 
was uh and the only one i ever snuck into was uh saw in 2004 hmm. okay what was the first horror movie you saw in in the theater Lil phil i yeah, that's my rapper name um <laughs> <laughs> is that like phil and Lil from rugrats you'll have like the t- little tuft of hair right there <laughs> i'll grow it out <laughs> um i think First one I can remember is I still know what you did last summer. Okay, that was like what 2000? 98 or Not, something. Oh, because first one was 97. So yeah, I'm pretty sure this okay. was 98. It's been like 11. I think my mom took me. Hell yeah, <laughs> that one comes to mind. But yeah. that's that's a good solid first uh, first slasher movie. Yeah. Get you into the get you into the mix. I don't know. That movie's pretty bad. By today's standards, yeah. I think um, I remember. I watched. Uh, I know. I know what you did last summer. Uh, sleeping over my friend's house, and like, I guess when when did the first one come out? Ninety seven. So it must have been like, must have been like ninety eight, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, getting back to our Rob Zombie uh, detour, I didn't know <laughs> with it, that we were going to do, which is fine with me. <clears throat> You know what movie of his I think is going to age the best or has aged the best is The Lords of Salem. Do you like that movie? You know, it's got like, good atmosphere. Like you can just put that movie on mute and it's got some. One reason I love it is because every character's not saying, hey, you fucking bitch. You know, <laughs> fucking shit on your fucking tits. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, is this, this is a Kevin Smith movie or a Rob Zombie movie? You can't tell. Uh, and the camera isn't like constantly shaking. It's just there's some nice steady shots of uh, downtown Salem in the fall. Like, yeah, okay. yeah. I I really enjoyed it the first time I watched it, and that whole um, uh, when they find that record or the tape or whatever, and they play it, it's very eerie. I, the story I'm into, and then I rewatched it because I really liked it the first time. I was like, I need to rewatch this movie because I was into it. Like you said, the atmosphere was great. Sherry Moon wasn't doing her Sherry Moon thing. Uh, which she usually does, which was a nice change of pace. And the second time I watched it, I was like, it just doesn't, I don't know. I didn't like it much, as much as the second time around as I watched it the first time. Uh, but hey, I'll take Rob Zombie trying to swing and do something original. I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, I don't love that movie, but. What are your thoughts uh, on 31? That was pretty bad. I mean, it's. He See, really movie... tried to he really tried to recapture that devil's rejects vibe and uh right down to like the slow motion showdown at the end with a, yeah. a classic rock song playing. It's like Yeah. At least there was no sequel to fuck it or threequel to pay it off, because uh what's the third Devil's Rejects oh, movie? Three from, from Hell. hell? God awful. Shit I watched yeah. I watched it and uh it wasn't great. That was that was a miss in my opinion because yeah. like it didn't need to continue after Devil's Rejects. Like they got lit the fuck up. He should have made that movie in place of his Halloween remake. Because that would have been perfect timing. I mean, strike yeah. while the iron's hot, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he kind of sat with it for too long. And in that scenario, his remake would never exist and that's the world I want to live in. So there you go. His remake is not bad. And I can't believe I'm saying that to um, you, who's like the Halloween king. I'm dying on that hill. You can 
<laughs> blow my head off. I don't care. <laughs> Listen, I'll, I'll, uh, you I have mean, that. hey, it's got some good moments. That bathroom fight with Ken Forey and Michael Myers was intense. That was filmed well. There was some good action there, but good God. That, no, I just. All right, now, now we have to get you to say some kind things about Malignant. I, you know what? I really want to rewatch that. I can't believe I'm saying that, but hold on. What this Sunday? I don't have anything <sighs> going on. I'll rewatch Halloween 2018. You watch Malignant. We'll take some notes, and we'll 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 uh, cross reference. We'll compare. Sure. Okay. Or do I have to watch Halloween Kills? Like, do I have to? It's free on HBO Max. Yeah, rewatch it. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Dude, oh my! Don't even. I can't. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Sorry. I'm not. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna engage with you right now. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. Oh man, it's just. It's gonna. Every time we see each other, it's gonna happen. Well, rewatch 2018. There is some killer shit in 2018. Like I, if if you can't find anything good to say about 2018. I don't know what the fuck you're smoking or what they're putting in your olive oil up there <laughs> in Long Island, but uh, well, they're not putting any mushrooms in it. That's for sure because you're tripping out if you think that is a ten out of ten movie. I'm not saying it's ten out of ten. It's uh, but, I, but Jamie Lee Curtis doesn't need to be the fucking Terminator. I mean, yeah. I look. I'm not the biggest Laurie Strode fan. I've seen. 35 movies with her versus Michael at this point. I don't want to see it anymore, but that's what it is. So. Well, Halloween ends in 2023 or 2020. Is it coming out this year? Dude, Halloween ends is coming out in like six months. Which oh, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, time's going to move pretty fast, I would imagine. I think they, I did read that they, or Jamie Lee Curtis wrapped filming on it. Yeah, I mean, it's done. It's shot and, uh, Jason Bloom did respond to somebody recently. Somebody asked, like, hey, when's the, tra- when's the trailer for Halloween Ends coming? He just said, soon. So, I mean, the trailer for Halloween Kills dropped in June last year, I believe. Yeah, it definitely dropped in June because I was at the beach when it dropped. I do remember. And uh, I had to struggle to get that Wi-Fi. <laughs> no, I didn't watch it. Are you I, didn't watch the beach? I didn't watch the trailer. Oh, wait. Oh, like at all? I was like, I'm not doing it. Well, we might have to do a trailer reaction to Halloween End, so you're going to have to buck the fuck up and watch it. You might be right. Don't worry. It's not going to spoil anything. You know what's going to happen. No, I don't. And you don't either. So won't you be optimistic there, Gabriel? Won't you like like turn around and and show your optimistic side? I'm all optimistic. Like that shitty movie you love. <laughs> I, I think you need to inject some fucking optimism up your rectum and take a stick <laughs> out of your ass and put on malignant a second time. You know what? Maybe I will. How about that? I'm happy. <laughs> um, so people right. have to be tired about us talking about uh, <laughs> the shit. It's never going to end. Um, <laughs> but for real, though, Halloween ends. I mean, you have to go into it hoping or just be neutral. Like, I hope everything I see is good. Yeah. I'm not wishing that it's going to be garbage. I just, I'm, I'm going in there with a very low bar because Halloween, and I want I, 2018 when I watched it, 
I was hyped. I was like, all right, new ho- new entry in Halloween. Let's see what they got. And I was like, <laughs> cash grab. Uh, all right, let's see what they got for Halloween Kills. And I was like, oh, wow. All right. I guess they're, they just forgot to write a story. Okay. Um, mob mentality, a whole bunch of stuff. Cool. Um, well, keep in mind that this is a three-part trilogy in Halloween Kills. While, yes, it has its faults. I'm not saying it's a perfect movie. But... It's the middle of the story. It's where all the chaos is happening. Michael is is loose. He's killing. The town's going crazy. This one takes place, I think, four years after all that. So good because some stuff will have settled and it shouldn't be this chaotic atmosphere like Halloween Kills. And Who knows? Maybe it'll be like a slowed down, more atmospheric telling of the uh the halloween story or at least i hope yeah it was uh halloween kills was more action driven which kind of like took me out of it i'm just being so used to the atmosphere of the originals and even the rob zombie ones the atmosphere that that movie has no atmosphere (laughs) (laughs) that movie has the atmosphere of a fucking nascar race (laughs) (laughs) nascar what that has like kills that, is going at a hundred miles an hour dude. constantly, and then they stop to make a fucking joke for uh, oh, the whole God. Big John Little John thing. Dude, Rob Zombie's Halloween is like Myrtle Beach energy. It's, it's just like white trash. It's just, it's just fucking just golfers, like, golfers on a Sunday afternoon, like rebel flags, painted titties. Um, it's like Ozfest. It I don't know. That's that's a lot better than a random person walking into the hospital and everyone being like, "That's Michael Myers with no evidence." Get him! Woo! I have any pushback here? That whole <laughs> art is fucking stupid. The whole where Danny DeVito jumps off uh, the building, yeah, stupid, very stupid. And that was like, fucking all all killer, no filler. This was fucking all filler. No kill. All fill, no kill. Dude, it had Halloween some sick kills. kills. What are you talking about, man? There's a brutal ass kill. Don't roll your eyes. Yeah, that shit was boring, man. Whatever. Dude, I'm te- dude, I, I I don't go into these movies wanting to hate it. Despite how I may sound. I, why, why would you want to go into a movie and see something that you think sucks? No one yeah. wants to do that. I hope Halloween ends fucking flips it on its head and I'm like, you know what? But I'm like not I know you like this version of the story. I just don't like this version of the story where it's like 40 years later and fucking Laurie Strode is Sarah Connor from Terminator and she's fucking gunning down Michael Myers like a whole like revenge plot. I, I'm I'm not invested in the story, so I don't think I'm going to like it as much. But if it's better than Halloween Ends, I will happily admit it. You mean Halloween Kills if it's better than Halloween? Better than Halloween. Yeah, what the fuck? Is I got, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Hey, what if... uh? And by the way, I agree with all the Sarah Connor, Laurie Strode angle. I'm not a huge fan of that either, but there was so much that 2018 got right. There were like four or five sequences where I'm like, yes, this is perfect. It's shot super well. And then there's also like some bullshit, you know, that I don't like, but I'm not going to let it ruin the movie for me. But. <laughs> Hey, what if uh, when Halloween Ends comes out, you love it, but I hate it? What if the roles get reversed? Take <laughs> <laughs> that. That would be that would be a fun verbal fight. 
Yeah, who knows? Maybe if they go like full on Marvel CG with it. And I'm like, what Don't the even fuck get is me fucking started. And you're like, oh yeah, baby. This oh, yeah, bring on Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. It's Michael versus Iron Man. When does it uh oh, it comes out in October, probably, I would imagine. Yeah, October. Shit, man. Maybe I should Which try to fly great. down there. We got we got we gotta see it together. Let's do it. Which is crazy to think because I haven't heard a lot of hype on it. I think a lot of people just aren't aware that it's coming out. Um, um yeah, the good thing about I mean the the great job that I will say Blumhouse does is that their marketing is really good. Their marketing yeah. isn't you know, I mean, granted people are gonna be excited about Halloween, like no matter what, it's just one of those things that if you say new Halloween movies coming out, people are gonna be if not excited, they are going to be interested in it because Michael, My- the legacy of Michael Myers is just so, it's like Star Wars at this point. It's just so huge and like otherworldly that people just are obsessed with Michael Myers, uh, which is a good thing. Uh, should be excited about that stuff and horror should be at the forefront uh, of, of the mainstream to some degree. Uh, where are they going with this? Uh, but yeah, their their trailers are cut in a way where like you don't you don't really get the full story. You don't really know what happens. Uh, I will say this though: the Halloween Kills trailer did show like fucking a lot. It did because I went uh, back and watched after I saw the movie, and I'm like, wow. They I'm showed like every kill, and I was like, you know what? If it wasn't for this, because the poster, uh, like they they teased the poster, they dropped the poster, they teased the trailer. People were hyped. Uh, they let out that one, um like 20 second clip of Laurie Strode and whatever the fucking those dumbasses in the fucking car with her uh, saying, let it burn, let it burn. And I was like, all right, I'm in, I'm in for this shit. Like, that's all I need to see. Michael Myers is fucking alive. Still, he's being lit on fire. She's, uh, she's screaming for the fucking cops to don't go there. That's it. Don't show anything else. And then they release a five minute trailer and show everything. Up until yep. then, it was perfect. That's why I didn't watch do. it. I mean... Well, hopefully Halloween Ends doesn't do the same thing. Because, like you said, it's a trilogy. It's the final... Final act. They shouldn't be yeah. giving everything away. On jump. Yeah, we'll do that. You know we gotta do a trailer reaction. So... It looks... We'll, uh, <laughs> every time it, you lean I'll down... Watch it, watch it once. Wait, All right, go that's ahead. It. Oh, I was gonna say every time you lean down, it looks like you have like a candy corn bra on because the nose disappears <laughs> on your shirt. <laughs> and I was like, "Spill, fill up titties was going on." This is a misfit shirt. So oh like, shit! Yeah. I just thought it was a random pumpkin shirt. Yeah, man, I'm wearing my uh, <laughs> my candy corn bra. Your, your pumpkin titties. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm at a standing desk right now, so that's why I'm kind of. All over, and my legs are shot because I just got back from the gym. So I'm like all wobbly legs. But it's like anyways. you're about to fucking lease me a car from Enterprise. <laughs> oh man, oddly specific. <laughs> that is very specific. I have no, I have no comeback for that. Um, <laughs> moving on to another news topic. Have you heard about this new A24 slasher movie called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? No, I don't think so. Really? It's like, uh, uh, hold up. 
It's uh, I'll, I'll pull up the news story because I don't have a lot of off the top of my head info on it, but it is a new slasher from uh, everybody's favorite studio, A24. One of my favorite studios. You'll hear no complaining from me. Same here. I'm going to fuck what anyone says. Same here. Um, I'll give you the plot synopsis. It has Pete Davidson in it, though. And I'm like, Ugh. Uh, nah. yeah, I'm not sold on that. Any any other uh, casting news? Yeah, here, I'll, I'll tell you. All right, so it's basically a group of friends that are in a hur- are in a house during a hurricane. And uh, I guess people just start dying. I don't know. That's all. <laughs> I'm not going to read the whole fucking thing. Okay. But uh, hey, it's 824. It's a slasher. Could be I cool. Mean, yeah, I'll, I'm definitely down to see. There's really not a lot of things that I really like legit won't seek out and see. Like if it's, I know this is going to be fucking film snobbish of me to say, but if I see that A24 logo, like I'm going to see it because they pump out quality. You have Hereditary, you have Midsummer, a lot, and if you're not even talking about horror movies, you got mid '90s, which is also a fantastic movie. Uh, they did Waves with Alexa uh, Alexa Demi from Euphoria. They do great drama. They did Lamb. They just take, they just give, uh, they they greenlight projects that are interesting, and um, and just fresh and new. So, I'm with that. Yeah, well said, Doug. You hear that A24? There's your spokesman, <laughs> Doug. Dude, I'm, I'll uh. I'll, I'll sling some money for uh, A24. It's fine. Hey, and, and you didn't mention X. And X. Uh, yeah. But, X. Which will also be on demand this Thursday, apparently. That's true. Yeah. God, man. they. Uh, remember when we were kids, you would go see a movie in the theater, and that shit wouldn't be on video for like six months. You know what's funny? I was actually going to bring that up to you earlier when we were texting, and it just came up organically. Look at that. Hey, hey, there you go. Organic. <laughs> like like Doug's olive oil. Madagascar black pepper, baby. Hey, let me ask you, what's the secret to a good olive oil? Because by the way, folks, Doug sent me a bottle of uh <laughs> his local establishment's olive oil, and it's good stuff. It's a Chipotle. Right? Wasn't it fire? Chipotle olive oil. It's got a little spicy aftertaste to it. Really good. I'm I'm glad you like it. I'll send you another bottle of uh <laughs> There's um the Tuscan herb is very uh it's very rich and bold but uh this black Madagascar pepper olive oil that I have right now very subtle on the spice <laughs> but very flavorful. <laughs> so what's the secret to a good olive oil? Because that's a whole world that I know nothing about. So just make sure it's not overpowering. Make sure it uh you know when you put it on your chicken, put it on your pasta. That has to blend in very nicely. So you don't even want to, you just want to notice the subtleties of it. Just like it has that little subtle spice, like the mm. spicy uh, Chipotle one. Madagascar black pepper tastes like peppercorn, but not too much. As long as it soaks into your stuff and you put the right amount in. I think so that's what the, it, so the, the stuff that you see at the grocery store that's like, you know, Walmart's version of olive Walmart. oil. What is. Why is that a lower quality olive oil compared to the special? It just has like no taste. It just has like no taste. Like it's good for cooking and stuff like that. But like the Bragg's olive oil that I think we texted about, 
Like that's like extra virgin olive oil. Like you could taste it, but it's just like, you know, it's just olive oil. It tastes good, but like it has to be infused with something. Okay. At least, at least to my, like, I was, I was never like this big mm. into olive oil, but I stopped using butter because butter is kind of like unhealthy. Uh, at least like the, like just like country crock or like margarine. Like I usually get like the, um, the earth balance brand, like the organic butter. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, just something about cooking with olive oil. Just takes your, takes your food to the next level. <laughs> Can't argue with that. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed our <laughs> lesson on olive oil. Martha uh, Stewart segment right here. Hey, I'm, I'm not mad at it. That olive oil is really good, though. So. I'm glad so you're Thank you, it. sir. I was very surprised. I didn't know you were sending that. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I told you I was going to send you one. <laughs> I'm a man of right. Um, Yeah, so bodies, bodies, bodies. It kind of uh, seems dr- like it's like a comedy horror. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like it's definitely a comedy type horror movie. It's rated R for lots of blood and violence, but I'm assuming it'll have a comedic twist to it. And Pete Davidson will throw out quippy one-liners. <laughs> yeah. He'll be like, dude, I'm so high. Oh my god. Yeah, and they'll do meta jokes about Kim Kardashian. Isn't this funny? <laughs> Pete, Pete Davidson actually uh, performed at uh, the venue. It's funny, dude. Dude, I can't like that SNL shit where he raps. I'm like, all right, we get it. He's like a white rapper. Cool, bro. Next, next. Do something else. All right. Well, moving on to the next topic. Um, last topic of the evening. The Crow is getting a remake. And Bill Skarsgård is... Uh, stepping up to play the lead role now what is your history with the crow movie are you a big fan i see a lot of people are like this is bullshit i mean how dare they remake this and if i may say something real quick why do people get so upset about remakes i mean are people that surprised that stuff is getting remade? Oh, and by the way, nobody's going to go to your house and be like, hey, uh, we're remaking The Crow, so we're going to need to confiscate all your copies <laughs> of the original movie. <laughs> nobody's taking away that movie. Yeah, like, you know, the, ori- the original still exists. It's okay. You can watch, but it's more it's more disappointment rather than, than a surprise factor because not- nothing truly is sacred anymore. Um, everything, it seems like if you have like a good IP and it's popular and it's kind of been, you know, on the back burner for a little while and they've been trying to remake the crow for a while. Uh, I was going to remake that one point. I'm I'm not cool with that. Yeah. That wouldn't have been good. I I feel like this team that's attached to it now, it'll be like, it doesn't rain all the time. Motherfucker. Let's fucking go. You piece of garbage. It's like, Oh shit. Rob Zombie's crow would have had like a rebel flag on the yeah. fucking. <laughs> Eric Draven is not, he does not rep the South like that. He's not listening to Skinner. <laughs> instead of, uh, instead of all those brooding, uh, those brooding moments is going to be Eric Draven drinking moonshine, <laughs> doing dip, spitting in his fucking Poland Spring water bottle. Hey, bitch, go and make me a grilled cheese sandwich, you piece of fucking shit. 
That's something we don't need to see. <laughs> oh, but, man. Um, but the, you... with the... Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Move your ass before I cut my tits off and jump out this window. <laughs> um, but no, they were going to remake it with uh, Jason Momoa. And yeah. I honestly hated that casting decision. Yeah, I can't see that at all. No, Jason Momoa just... He's too broy for for uh, to do Eric Draven and the Crow, uh, but Bill Skarsgård. I mean, I'm in, yeah. I'm with it. I'm kind of I'm kind of interested to see what he would do with the character because, I mean, aside from his interesting facial expressions, he he just like blends into like his characters. So like he would sell it. Yeah, yeah, I can see him doing a good job at that. And uh, his it makeup isn't far off from the Crow. That was kind of one of the first things I saw. Uh, One of the first things I thought of when I saw the, when they revealed his makeup, I'm like, okay, so it's uh, the crow. The clown row. Okay. Do you like the crow? You said you were a a huge fan of it, right? I like it. Um, i just not a huge fan of it. Thought it was okay. Uh, Maybe I should give it a rewatch. Yeah, it's a very... um, I really like, okay, I know this movie is technically not a great movie, but it's very nostalgic for me. I like the sequel, The Crow City of Angels. I've never seen it. Dude, the soundtrack is fire, okay? Static uh, X, Korn, Lemigod? No, no, it's not quite that new metal, but Deftones play in the street in the movie. That was the first time I ever saw Deftones, because I was like a kid. And they have a quick scene where they're like jamming in the street. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? Like, that's badass. So, like, I discovered Deftones from that movie. Well, I'm glad you uh, you found out who one of your, you know, favorite bands are that, you, that you're into. From. Oh, that's, you hate Deftones, too. Not, not a fan of the Deftones. <laughs> not really. But, hey, man, you like what you like. I'm not going to. But, yeah, that movie's got some. Remember that. Got some cool moments in it. A lot. Pretty much. Most people I know hate the sequel to that movie, but uh, isn't there like three or four crow movies? There's a lot of crow movies. Like Edward, the crow Revelation. Edward Furlong was the oh. crow. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. Have you ever seen the pictures of like him and the makeup and everything? I don't think so. I maybe I have, but I just like just brush it off. I don't. I don't know. I don't think. All right, well, let me paint a picture. It's Edward Furlong in crow makeup. There you go. It looks I can see, I can see it. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. No, I would I would rather rather his character of American History X be in that movie. No oh, shit. No, that'll make things interesting. <laughs> wow. That'd be a dark movie. A little fucked up, but when he gets fucking capped at the end, it'll be it'll be a good climax. I hate to pile on on Edward Furlong, but I recently found out that he's like a serial domestic abuser like he's been arrested like not once not five not ten like a fucking lot of times for like beating up women and, and why so, isn't he in prison is this white privilege well i don't i don't know if he was arrested he's been arrested a lot for domestic abuse he seems like, like a person that would get like um get easily flustered and kind of be uh, very selfish and not listen to his partner or anybody and lash out at people. Well, he's dating, that type of guy. he's dating Monica Kina. 
from Freddy versus Jason. I was like Freddy versus Jason. She um, I felt so bad. She was uh, she was like a last minute add on guest at one of the Monster Manias, like maybe 2019, uh, and no one was on her line. I felt really bad. Huh. Well, she's not really in much. All uh, he's also um, so you know, Night of the Demons, the remake. Yes, that's where they. Wow, met. that's a pile of shit. Yeah, it is. I, me and me and um, we try to watch like one garbage movie a week, like just to like get some anger out. That movie was just that movie shouldn't have been made. Like, yeah, that movie shouldn't have been greenlit at all. Oh, so you are watching Malignant this week then? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're gonna watch Malignant on Sunday. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure you. I'm gonna text your fucking girlfriend and be like, "Yo, Phil." Doesn't watch Malignant. Take away his fucking olive oil. Oh my god! No, don't take away my olive oil. <laughs> don't take away my Chipotle. Um. So yeah, the Crow remake. Hey, settle down, people. It could be good, okay? Or it could know. be worse. Hey, like who knows? It, it could, could remake be, a worse property. It could be a piece of shit. And guess what? If it is, you still got the first Crow. You can watch it anytime. You know exactly. I think people just feel a, a a loyalty to Brandon Lee and feel like nobody can replace him, which very well could be true. I mean, that's like that was his character, and it's for, it's unfortunate what happened to him during the filming. And it's a cult classic movie. Um, do I think it should be remade? No. The first movie is I watched it. Uh, the first time I watched it after hearing about it for so long was in like 2014. So I'm fairly newish to the movie, but I immediately was drawn to it and knew it was something special. Um, who knows? Like you said, it could be, it could be good. It could be bad. I, I think it deserves a shot. I mean, the casting, yeah. I feel like if you get the right people in place to remake something, then it, then it will be good. If they're not doing it for the money, if they're doing it for the actual story and to improve upon something, then you could you could see that on the screen. Yeah. Um, yeah, who knows? I mean, Bill Skarsgård is a great actor. But... Did you ever watch Castle Rock? I was just going to fucking say that. We're... We got the telekinesis going on. Uh, <laughs> I watched like two episodes and got really bored. <laughs> so he was great in that. Um, I didn't finish the first season because like the last two episodes take this unforgivable twist. It turns into like an entirely different show. And I was yeah. like, I, I am not on board with this. It was like classic Stephen King. It's like throws you a curveball in the last 20 minutes of every movie. Like what the fuck is this? Well, at least they're staying true to his roots and doing what Stephen King would would do. Yeah, but point being, he was good in that. So, yeah, I mean, I uh I liked it from what I saw, but it was I was just <laughs> like, "Oh, why? I feel like I'm like fucking falling asleep every episode that I watch." Um, but yeah, I liked when the mystery of him being down like living under the jail or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, like, yeah. Tank, that was a cool thing, but I didn't And then they had like the Shining tie-ins where the chick was named like uh, her last name was Torrance, uh, like Jack Torrance or whatever. That was cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I definitely, uh, I don't know if I I want to finish it. I'm not really that interested in. It. 
Yeah. The Crow soundtrack. Both both movies. Great. I got I gotta check out the second soundtrack, but the first soundtrack, absolute fire. A uh, fun fact for you. The first time I ever heard corn was from the Crow City of Angels soundtrack. It has the really? song Sean Olson on it. Do you do you know that one? It was like a B side track. It's called Sean Olson? Yeah. It's uh I don't think I know that one. It's a it's a good one. <laughs> I'm about to check it out like right after this. Wow. Yeah, but that was uh that, that was the first corn song I ever heard because I bought the soundtrack and I'm like, <laughs> what's this corn man I've been hearing about? <laughs> do you remember those Ozfest samplers? Oh yeah, dude. The one CD with like the 30 songs on it that had like Mudvayne, Cold Chamber, Static X. Remember Damn the band right, Adema? Unfortunately, I remember Adema. Yeah, they're pretty. I bought. I bought the album. I bought the fucking album. And I actually returned it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I that and Tool Lateral Lateralis. Yeah, and I was like, Adema could go back. This one could go yeah. back. You returned it? Yeah, to Coconuts. Wait, so you just went up to them and you're like, "Hey, I don't like the CD." Yeah, you used to be able to like they bought they bought back like used CDs. Oh, okay. I used CDs you. and DVDs. Yeah, that's how so, I. Uh, somebody released a list recently. I think it was like some magazine's top 100 new metal albums of all time. I Ooh. almost hit you up, like, "Hey, do you want to do like a full new metal episode where we just go through this list, bro? Let's do that. Let's fucking." Finish this podcast. We'll, we'll do it right now. <laughs> like, oh my god! I yeah, I talk about old new new metal and shit like that. All that nostalgia. Oh, that that, that's that'll be that's gonna be like a three hour episode there. So I don't think we can start that one tonight. That would need to be live. That would need to be a live one so people can tune in. Hopefully, that would be cool. We can do that. Everybody put on their spike bracelets and trip pants. Yeah, buy those little spikes that you can put into the brim of your hat. I saw somebody today wearing trip pants at the thrift store. Really? She had on like full on trip pants with chains, all black. I was like, you go, girl. Why didn't you befriend her? She was there with her uh, new metal looking boyfriend. (laughs) I I think they were like 16 or something, which is kind of weird because. All right. Yeah. No, I mean, like, it's cool to, to see young kids like that. Like, you know. It's like, yeah, hey, it's the same stuff that you were. Yeah, look at you, all that angst. You, you, go, <laughs> kid. you show, you show the world. But uh, yeah, I was like, holy shit, trip pants. It's ma- they're making a comeback. There's a, like barbed wire tattoos are now a cool thing to get. Hmm. So, okay. Supposedly, this are you gonna like, get one? No. I am. Uh, <laughs> we were born in the in the '80s, where that had its time. We saw Pamela Anderson and barbed wire. We don't need to. You, go. you don't yeah. need a tattoo of it. I think that was like peak barbed wire tattoo. That was, and then now it's now it's coming back around again. It's yeah. like the it's like it's cool to be corny now, which is fine because I mean I'm corny as fuck. I don't know about you. I don't think you're. You probably say some corny shit here and there. <laughs> of course I do. You ever listen to this podcast? God, I, you know how many times I listen back to this podcast and I'm like, oh. Well, my mom asked me, she was like, what do I type in to get this uh, this podcast? I was like, Spook House Podcast, plug. Um, Shout out. And I'm like, let me know how many minutes before you fucking turn it off, because my mom's not going to know anything we're talking about. Oh, okay. Did your mom listen to an episode? Uh, I don't know. I talked to her before. Probably not. 
Yeah, okay. Well, I'll let you know if she does. Oh, okay. <laughs> we appreciate the listen. Uh, what's your mom's name? Julie. Julie. Shout out to Julie. <laughs> Bringing in those views, baby. She's not going to make it this far. <laughs> hey, Julie, if you're listening, thanks. Thanks for repping. Hit like and subscribe. Uh, <laughs> she's gonna be like what what do i do um well doug any other news topics have you seen anything anything oh didn't you say there was a shit uh, yeah um games? yeah i was reading this uh this article that the the director of squid game is doing this horror movie that's called old people killing club and that to me is just perfection it is i there's really no details on it uh other than he said it's going to be super gory and super violent yeah um who knows if it's just a straight up like slasher type of movie or if it's going to have a message but squid game did you watch squid game i did yeah did you like it um i thought it was about two episodes too long yeah, I mean, you're an hour each and there were 10 episodes uh, around like episode seven because I'd watch like one a night. So I'm like, yeah. all right, last one, baby. Here we go. <laughs> About to wrap this shit up. It was like, oh, OK, we're still going. Okay. OK, going. okay. Oh, there's another episode just after when he gets back home. And OK, and that that's what I thought was cool about the series, because you don't know where it's going to go. Like it was such like a like a non-linear story. Like even in the first episode, they drop him back off in his hometown. And you're like, huh. And then he kind of has to like realize that he wants to go back there. And you're like, Oh wow. Okay. This is not your like paint by numbers type of type of show. And yeah. it was very twisty and it had a, had good mystery in it. It was violent. And the, and the, um, the connection between the characters are great. Like they really made you care about the characters. And if he brings any of that to, mm-hmm. Uh, well, what is the plot of this movie? There, it's, no details are have been released at all. And it's called Old People Killing Club. Old people. So it, is it old people killing people? Or is it like, hey, there's a club where you kill old people? I think that would be great. But <laughs> <laughs> is it like, you just uh, kill like entitled rich people, like older people, upper echelon, high society type of people. That would be rad. But your idea would actually be pretty uh, fresh. It would, it would be kind of like X, like Pearl and Howard. Just, just a whole him. lot, yeah. Like a whole yeah. club of that, but not like sexually charged. Not as sexually charged as Pearl. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I'm down with I'm down with it. If, if yeah. he, he he proved himself to uh, be an interesting filmmaker, and I'm with it. Yeah. I, th- well, I think that'll be. I think that'll be cool. Uh, anything? I'm trying to think an of anything else. It's interesting name. I'll give them that. I also did. Uh, yeah, maybe that's the working title. Uh, but just the name alone is like, all right, this will please any horror fan. Definitely interesting. Sure. Um, I did see that during the Cannes Film Festival, like they're predicting that uh, David Lynch will be uh, revealing that he's working on a new movie, and David Cronenberg also working on a new movie. All right. So that's interesting too. Uh, what was the last thing David Cronenberg did? Ooh. I don't think uh, it was horror related. I have no idea. I'm not the biggest Cronenberg. Uh, I don't have the most knowledge of. I like David Cronenberg films, but I'm, I'm not 
I'm not the aficionado on Sir Cronenberg. I did like his son's movie, Possessor. Possessor was dope. That shit was awesome. Took me, again, you could literally tell you're like, oh, he's basically sucking his dad off in this entire movie because it feels like a David Cronenberg movie. That's one way to put it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do something original. Uh, But no, it really really was. It was a cool story, and obviously, you know, there's going to be body horror in it. Very sci-fi-like. Uh, they Amanda Riseborough is also fascinating to watch all the time. Uh, but it would be cool to see David Cronenberg go back to uh go back to horror and do something like the Brood related. Or I'm not the biggest fan of Scanners. That's like I know like his main movie that everyone right. loves. It's not my favorite of his. Videodrome is my favorite of his. Um, just because it's just. It's just so out there. You really like The Brood, huh? Dude, I fucking love The Brood, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I've only seen it once, but it's good. That movie is really good. I was just not... Ex- so, I fucked it up for myself the first time I watched it. Because uh, the person I was watching it with, uh, she was like, "What? what is a brood? And I was like, I don't know, actually. Let me uh-huh. Google it. And it kind of gave away the fucking answer. Uh, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> but I, so, so Christian and Edge and King Grill. That's exactly what I'm like, wow, they really got Christian, Edge, and Gang Grill like, in their youth. <laughs> They're going to come out and give us a bloodbath. First of all, I, I will, fun fact when I was in ninth grade, uh, my friend had, uh, he got, for Christmas, he got like a Digio 2 and he got like, mixer and pro tools and stuff like that and uh, one of the songs that i wrote this is how i started like rapping and stuff uh i wrote a song to the gangrel theme song like oh, the down, 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 down. that shit is so hard i'll have to listen i don't have it i don't have it but the oh the theme song or my song because i don't have my song both <laughs> i can write a new one it won't okay. be as embarrassing as 13 year old me oh man i miss the attitude era did you watch WrestleMania the other night? No, right? I, I did not. Didn't The Rock come out? Uh, didn't I know Rock Stone Cold had a match? Yeah. With, uh, Kevin Owens, whoever the fuck that is. Dude, I... Yeah, I I don't. I'm, I haven't watched in many years. No, I watched, uh, I watched the uh, 97 Royal Rumble last night on YouTube. <laughs> so good. It's honestly, JR... And the king make it. They yeah. make it fun to watch. Yeah. Cause they do the energy they have. Just they like they make you invested in the wrestlers. Like they're screaming, and that's what makes it so much fun. The uh I watched a little bit like clips of WrestleMania, this past one, on YouTube, and like the commentators just seem like so drained. They just yeah. seem so bored. Like, bro, if you guys don't aren't even having fun, how the fuck is the crowd gonna have fun? Yeah. But whatever. I guess, well, somebody's watching it. I mean. whole lot of people. Vince McMahon got stunned again for the fucking 20th time. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Dude, like 80? Pat McAfee and him had a match, apparently, or something. What? Exactly. Johnny Knoxville was there. Wee Man had a match. Like, nothing makes sense. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Who knows? Um... Yeah, any other 
Any other topics come to mind? Oh, yes. Uh, <clears throat> they are uh, this dude who um who I follow on social media. His name is Justin Martell. He did a documentary on uh, Tiny Tim, which was fucking incredible. Documents his whole like life and everything. It's super interesting. Uh, he also works on Joe Bob's Last Drive-In. Um, he and his team, or I'm not really sure who it is, but they are remaking uh, Street Trash, which I think could oh, use like okay. a major upgrade. Like I'm interested in that. Like people remaking like the '80s movies, like the the, the really like dirty '80s movies that like don't have the best story, but they have like the prosthetics and the design work is there. Uh, if they keep that intact and just bring it into like the 21st century with like a good story and yeah. like let the mainstream get a hold of it or like get it out to more people, I think I'm into that. Well, if you want a dirty 80s movie to remake, that's the one. That yeah. movie, you feel like you need a bath after you watch it. Seriously, it's so disgusting. There's a lot of shots yeah. of toilets. Uh, it's just filthy. Yeah. But it's it just, is. it's a, it's a fun movie. But you could tell, like, you know, obviously, there's tons of movies like that that we love uh, just for nostalgia purposes or they're a comfort movie or, you know, we appreciate the effects and just the acting isn't supposed to be top notch. It's just a fun movie. Yeah. But, like, movies like that could use improvements. Sure. Like, why remake A Nightmare on Elm Street in 2010? No reason to. Street trash, you could make an argument for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um I was I was trying to think of other possible movies to remake. It'll come to me later when I'm not recording, but yeah, Mountaintop Motel Massacre. Hey, there you go. It's a it's a fucking it's a good bad movie. But what there's an interesting plot in there. Uh but you could make that like a modern day slasher if you just take the the plot and you take the title and just you know make that climax a little fucking not long you ever see that movie i have not i know the title and everything i've i've seen the cover art but no i've never it's a pretty ridiculous movie uh but something like that like take some of these titles that aren't known and let people, you know, bring it to the attention of people who might have not known about it. And in terms of win-win, they could go back and watch the original and see what spawned this idea to remake it. Sure. Go back to the, uh, you know, give the original creators some love. Yeah. Well, Street Trash remake. Keep an eye out for that. Um. All right, Doug. Well, I'm getting a little hungry over here at the Spook House, and uh, that olive oil is calling my name. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna chug the bottle. That's gonna be my dinner tonight. Uh, you really should. I mean, if you ever need some, like you know, to lotion up the skin. Oh my god! Ask yourself an olive oil. It might burn a little because it is spicy. <laughs> you can do it. Don't let Scout eat it. I don't know if Scout will be into that. Oh, Scout! I love you so much. Um, <laughs> such a good boy. All right, well. Everybody, thank you for listening. Doug, thank you for joining yet again. Always a pleasure. Always fun uh, hanging out with you, brother. Yeah, man. All right, everybody. If uh, if you uh, dig the show, maybe like and subscribe or leave a 
review or something and do all that good stuff. But thank you for listening. And uh, we will catch you 